1: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think.
0: Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: It's the Roundball Ball Rock podcast starring... Dave Schilling, Jim Paxson, Steve Kerr, Joey Devine, Don Nelson, Robert Ory, Sean Keen, Giannis Adetokounmpo. Clyde the Glide, Drexler, Dennis Johnson, musical guest, musical youth, and now the host of Round Ball Rock, Dave Schilling.
0: Hello,
2: welcome to yet another edition of Roundball Rock. I'm Dave Schilling. Sean Keen, what's up, buddy?
1: Hey, how's it going? I'm, I'm here from beautiful Sacramento, California.
2: You've been texting us pictures of a child which is like Sean's thing. Guys, you don't know this.
1: <clears throat> Unless you know Sean, Sean loves
2: texting pictures of babies. It's, it's true. sort of like yeah. It's what what, what are you just a, you you babysit for money, yes?
1: I babysit. I'm actually performing at the punchline. I'm just hanging out with a baby, but I'm not the primary. Yeah, I'm and okay. this ba- this baby happens to dunk all the time. So it's pretty wow. impressive.
2: Are you are you expecting big things of the draft for this child?
1: Well, he is in the ninety seventh percentile in height, and he lives in Sacramento. So I do think Vlade Divac is probably <laughs> scouting him. Excellent, Joey Devine. Is what's he up, from though? Eastern Europe? We gotta change. Well, his name is his name is Zephyr, and but is he from Eastern Europe? I'm saying the name might trick Vlade. That's my he's, that's what I think. I I'm,
0: I'm saying if he's not in
1: Eastern Europe, Vlade is not scouting him. Oh, he's I'm got sorry. <laughs> he's gotta he's gotta literally be in an an oppressive former Soviet country.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Hey yeah. Joey, can you wait for your intro next time, bud?
0: Sorry. <laughs> Hi Uh I'm in trouble, fam. <laughs> uh good to, good to hear your voice.
2: Delightful oh, to hear you. your voice. Uh, shall we start with some reader mail?
1: This is round ball rock reader mail. Communications from listeners. Why do we call it reader mail? It is confusing for robots.
2: It's not readers, but I'm gonna let it slide again. Adrian Escalera. Escalera? Did I do I say it right? Adrian Escalera.
1: I think so. Yeah.
2: I- Guys, he asked what's more impressive, Golden State's playoff performance or James Comey's testimony? Great question.
1: That Definitely
2: wasn't... I I'm going to go with Comey. I'm all Comey here.
1: Here's the what 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 worries me about Comey is like I I can't look at him the same way now that I learned he was 6'8". And now it's like I feel like he needs to be dunking on those senators more. You know what I mean? Because he's like he's got a height advantage on all of them. Um,
2: I feel like he verbally dunked on on all of them yesterday.
1: I mean that was that was good. He uh, he had to go after John McCain was trouble though. He's like a Dennis Rodman type where it's like his questioning is so crazy it could go anywhere. You know
2: what's the verbal I don't equi- know what's the verbal equivalent of making a go ahead three pointer over LeBron James.
1: Uh well I I could I could tell you that, but I would have to say that in a closed session of the Round Ball Rock podcast. I'm fair enough.
2: Fair day. enough. We will move on. Joey, any, any opinions on this important issue?
0: Um, I mean I was gonna say that like John McCain seemed really, really old uh like Richard Jefferson old uh in that hearing the other day. He I would say John McCain was the Darren Williams oh, of wow. that hearing. Wow. So, yeah. Totally uh,
1: yeah.
2: irrevocably washed. Well, yeah, yeah, you're like, a
1: couple of years ago, he was a maverick, and yeah, now yeah. I don't even understand how they keep him <laughs> on the floor of the Senate. So.
0: Yeah, it's like he's been huffing too much spray on hair, so he's not making <laughs> any sense. You know, there was a time when
1: people thought that John McCain was as good a senator as Chris Paul. Isn't that crazy? <laughs>
2: That's ridiculous all right voice call you got a voice call robot play the voice call let's hear our reader
0: um big fan of the show my name is casey i know that you guys are big music fans and being from the bay area i was wondering historical or current if you guys have like a favorite bay area punk rock band or indie band or something like that that you're into and what band would represent this year's warriors the best
2: Uh, I do not have a favorite Bay Area punk rock band. I really don't. I hate Green Day. Rancid. Is Rancid from the Bay Area?
0: They are, yeah. Oh,
2: Lord. Yeah, all Um, that,
0: like, all that crust punk stuff just makes me gag. The Dead Kennedys? Do you like the Dead Kennedys? No. I
1: do not.
0: Jawbreaker? Do you like Jawbreaker?
2: No. No. (laughs) My favorite band is the Smiths. Uh,
0: Shannon and the Clams?
2: No! The OCs? Okay, I like the OCs. I did, I Ty-sigal? didn't realize they were, I like Tysigal.
0: Yeah, well, they're... Now we're
2: getting a little... But that's not punk. <laughs> that's not punk, like... They're not busking on the corner of, like, Telegraph Avenue,
0: man. Come on. They're not pogoing enough for you? No. No pogoing. <laughs> AFI? Do you like AFI? What, what do you want look like, Huh? You think I like you think I wear eyeliner
2: when I record this podcast? No. All right. So, you guys have any favorites before we move on?
1: I mean, obviously Santana is the band of the warriors, but um there is kind of a there is kind of an OC's element to them, you know. They 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 dunk hard. Uh make some changes to the lineup, but the core stars kind of keep it together. Um, and, you know, it seems like the former members of the band are still kind of, like, involved and supportive. It's like, you know, how Luke Walton's been at all the games. It's uh, um, a beautiful thing. They seem very friendly with Barbosa still. I would say still.
0: that the closest Bay Area punk band I can think to this year's Warriors... Uh, would be JaVale McGee and the Mr. T experience. Wow. Because uh, they're both weirdos.
1: <laughs> well, actually, yeah, I mean, last, I would say last year, Draymond Green hat was. Well, Mr. I don't pity Key, the Warriors so that, at all. That makes a lot of sense. And they are no
2: fool. Let me tell you, they are up three games to none as we record this episode. And God, I hope they win. I don't want to go back to Oakland. Anyway, we have one more question from Roundball Rock superfan Genial Blackman, who we got to meet at the live show. He's awesome. He was so, uh, so thrilled. He laughs it's at great, all of our right? dumb jokes. It was awesome. Uh, at Trey cool X on Twitter, he says, What will LeBron do in the off season if or when the Cavs lose? Go hard on the sea bass, banana boat cruise. Third option? I think he's going to disappear for 3 months.
0: Oh, like Dirk? Uh, yeah. I Did think you think Coke? get on that boat. I said no, like Dirk. Oh, oh. oh like oh. Dirk, yeah. Didn't No, I think
2: he's going to oh, I he's going to I, go I said... off to some some island. Then he's going to sunbathe. You're not going to see him out and about in terms of like the typical NBA off-season activities. I think you're going to see a lot of tabloid photos of him from a distance. With his banana boat kind of poking out, if you know what I mean, uh, he's gonna recharge his batteries. He's gonna he's gonna think about his options. Uh, I, I definitely don't think that he's gonna gorge on sea bass. I feel like mercury poisoning is a problem. Okay. Nobody else. Um, <laughs> no, no other opinions.
0: Yeah, no, no. Uh, I think he's going to produce. An even more insane game show. Uh, yeah, like... Like, some get... Like, The Wall is more basically, wall. like, Extreme Plinko. I think he's gonna, like, somehow create, like, a Rock'em Sock'em Robots where you have to fight four people who are bigger than you. Uh, and it's gonna be hosted by... Um, Chris Hardwick? Uh, no, J.B. Smoove. Oh, I... I...
2: I think it's going to be a most dangerous game type show. Wow, that's... You You have to hunt other people. All right, let's... uh, I think he's... he's Wait, hold on, hold on. Sorry. Sorry, Robot. Wait, Robot? No. (laughs) (laughs) Sean's not done talking, Sean. Uh,
1: I think he's going to throw himself into production for Space Jam 2. Because now that it's come out that he was laying down tracks six years ago, I bet LeBron's got a catalog. Like, he's got a movie soundtrack waiting to go. Because you know he's got a studio in that house. You know, while he's rehabbing, while he's in the hyperbaric chamber, getting electronic treatment, um, you know, taking HGH, whatever he does in his free time, I bet he's doing a lot of rapping.
2: Speaking of that song... uh ESPN's Chris Haynes reported that that song was almost used for the soundtrack to the 2012 film Thunderstruck, starring Kevin Durant.
1: Apparently it didn't make the cut for the Thunderstruck soundtrack. <laughs> so that <laughs> tells you something Did about- Thunderstruck even
2: make it into theaters? Yes. Really? Uh-huh. I thought that was, like, direct
0: to Redbox. So, no, it was... Thunderstruck, have you seen it, Dave? No. Thunderstruck feels like one of those, like, uh... Those, like, faith-based films that what? is, like, number one in the country for a weekend. And everyone's oh. like... It feels like that. Like, one of those movies where, like, Kirk Cameron is, like, uh cheating on his wife by staring at pictures of a boat or whatever. <laughs> um...
2: <laughs> so you're, what you're saying is this was back during Kevin Durant's I'm a, a good Christian man, personal brand phase. Uh, no, I just
0: think it was very
1: cheap. Oh. yeah. Fair so so other people on the soundtrack that LeBron James and Kevin Durant couldn't beat out included Freddie Roche, someone named Nomadic with a K, uh, Hammerwax, and the DNC. And I can only assume that the DNC conspired internally to prevent that song from making Whoa. it to the soundtrack. Whoa,
2: dog! Debbie Wasserman Schultz dropped a track on the Thunderstruck soundtrack? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy! so tight. They How did she get all? on the Thunderstruck soundtrack? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Robot, are we ready for the news drop? I think we are.
1: This is... Round ball rock news, basketball news for humans and robots. Trust the process.
2: All right. Fred Hoiberg might leave the Chicago <laughs> the Ohio State. I, I, by leave sh- Chicago, do you mean asked to leave Chicago? No. I mean- <laughs> he is, he's just getting the jump is. on his firing, is what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> it
1: was hilarious, because in the, even in the press conference where, where Gar Foreman and uh, Paxson were talking about him, they talked about how he was their coach and they supported him, and then just ripped him to shreds on every question about like how they needed to be prepared more and relate to players more. Uh, I think he's been hoping to get fired for, like, a whole year at this point.
2: He looks miserable. He's, he's like, a point seven blat at this point. Uh, <laughs> let, free Fred Hoiberg. Free Hoiberg. That's the new hashtag, y'all. Hashtag
1: free Hoiberg. I mean, uh, he, he should be coaching a college team. Like,
2: yeah, that's his destiny. Coach. I yeah. kind
1: of think Ohio State might be too big a program for him. He needs to get into, like... The MAC conference. You know like what I a, mean? Like, like a Weber state. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Southern <laughs> Illinois. These are the spots, like, yeah.
2: Uh, so, who do you think is the best possible replacement
0: for Fred Hoiberg at this point? Oh, man. Well, Somebody should some... hire Jerry Stackhouse. Oh. Oh, my God. No, he's
2: going to also... be coaching the three on three Olympic team in 2020. So, don't. <laughs> Don't don't, don't um, give him a job yet.
0: I like Jerry Stackhouse for that job though, because uh, if Rage John Rondo posts like a weird Instagram about his vets, his coach will just fist fight him.
1: Yeah, yeah. someone well, had beat Rage John Rondo's ass. Is what <laughs> well, also yes. it 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 came out recently that Jerry Stackhouse films everything that goes on in his life all the time
0: so for that's no a... reason.
1: But that's some great ammunition against, like, Rondo and, like, the Bulls' front office tries to do a lot of secret shady stuff. <laughs> Just put it on Vimeo, Stack. I, I don't know why I feel like he's a Vimeo user. I think he likes the high-quality video. It's,
2: it looks beautiful. It's really good video quality. I, I think David Blatt should catch the Bulls personally. But you know what? That's not going to happen. You know what else isn't going to happen? <laughs> LeBron James going to the Lakers. What the fuck is this? Jalen Rose says LeBron is going to the Lakers, dot, 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 eventually. the ringer
0: had a whole podcast about it, Dave. Have you not heard it yet? No, I haven't. Let me ask you a question. Why? Why would he go to the Lakers? Because he has a house in
1: Brentwood. Who
0: cares? All of them (laughs) do.
1: His, uh, his his base of operations for his media empire is in Burbank
2: so all of them have office space here <laughs> <laughs> what all their agents are here why no 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 no, no. let me say this and I, know, I say this because I love the Lakers and I would, I would love nothing more than LeBron James to come play for us but what does that do to his legacy I I get drafted by my hometown team. I can't win a title. Then I pack up my stakes and I go to Miami and I win two and everybody hates me because I couldn't get it done in my hometown. Then I come back triumphantly and I win a title for the land and it's great. And people wear t-shirts pretending like Cleveland isn't a (laughs) shithole. And then he's going to go to the Lakers? For what? For what? He's to already play with... won three <laughs> yeah. titles. He's going to play with, uh, with Larry Nance Jr. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Yes, this is just to bait Twitter. That's fine. Yeah. I love the <laughs> Ringer. I love all those guys. But, like, this is bullshit. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. No. He's
1: not what going
2: if... to the
0: Lakers. What if, just bear with me here. What if it's because he really wants to show LeVar Ball how good of a dad he is?
2: I mean, that would be fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe.
1: what if that's like, yeah, they they maybe it was just LeVar Ball successfully negged LeBron like a pickup artist and now he's fascinated by Lonzo. Maybe at least like, I gotta play with released him.
2: to f- to make LeVar Ball afraid. Like, oh shit, LeBron's coming to town.
1: Yeah. I got to I got to work out for some other teams. I gotta th- this is terrible. Um,
0: actually, now that I think about it, it might be the Lakers leaking this so they don't have to draft Alonzo. Ah, there you go. And welcome because, to L.A., so fam- Josh Jackson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> De'Aaron Fox, come on down.
1: I mean, it right. is... You- it does seem like the Lakers already have a point guard that they picked two years ago. Is that? Am I wrong in thinking that? No, oh, you're not wrong. They have a point guard. He's I don't think name.
0: he's a point guard.
2: <laughs> you guys are wrong. All right, let's move on, because this is a fake story. Dwight Howard uh-huh. says he's
1: learning to shoot threes.
2: Maybe he should <laughs> learn to
1: shoot free throws first. Yeah, that that should be step one, is making... The much shr- there's a different line that he could be focusing on. Yeah, don't don't well, just jump right into the deep end; you'll drown. This is like an weird Andrew thing. Bynum thing. Like oh, I can't really expand my scoring, so I'm just I'm just gonna throw up random threes and then shrug uh,
0: people. Weird. Learn thing, some though. post moves,
1: I... Dwight Howard.
0: Learn post moves. <laughs> you Do a I pick and roll. He... I did hear he is planning on shooting those three-pointers underhanded, weirdly, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
2: Not a bad idea, actually. Um, I, in my rundown, it says, shouldn't he be in jail? I don't know. I don't know about that. Well, let's, speaking of people who should be in jail, Derek Fisher flipped his car and got a DUI.
0: And Matt Barnes was nowhere to be found. Except... There was news today on this that the car he flipped was registered to Matt Barnes.
2: Yeah, because it's his,
0: it's Matt Barnes's ex wife's car. It's <laughs> so dun, sick. Duh. This is sick. What uh, if yeah. what if though it turns out that Matt Barnes had the brakes cut on that car? Then that wouldn't I, flip it. Yeah, that would. I know wouldn't flip should. it. I'm he just also. Saying, he, what did, if there's
1: like a Poirot level mystery here? Did he also <laughs> get to the bartender and and <laughs> put, put the bre- cut the brakes on last call? <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, spe- y- y- actually, speaking of of drinks, uh, Sean, you have a really good joke in here. Would you like to say it right now? I will
1: say it. Uh, do you think Derek Fisher blew a zero point four?
2: Hey. Uh, they... Dude is clutch, except when he is driving, apparently. Yeah, I
1: think, well, I think he refused to take the breathalyzer initially, and then the cops put, uh, like, a shot clock up and toss it to him real fast, and then he blew into it,
2: so. (laughs) Nice. Uh, David Griffin still has no contract in Cleveland.
0: What's going on here? This is hilarious.
2: Three years in a row. Sure, we know LeBron James is the actual GM of the Cavaliers, but, like, shouldn't he be rewarded
0: for... David Griffin is a good GM.
2: Yeah. He
0: he drafted Kyrie Irving. The moves he made to, like, shore up LeBron's team are actually pretty good.
2: Wait, are you sure he did that?
0: Yes, I am. I'm just kidding. I uh, listened to I listen to that Windhorse book. Okay. You listen to it. So yeah, <laughs> so
1: since he's since he's had the job, he he acquired <clears throat> Shumpert and J.R. Smith and Mozgov, their first
0: And year. LeBron James.
1: Well, I mean Yeah, he didn't have
2: to try too hard to do yeah. that. <laughs> I think LeBron was ready to come home. But uh,
1: uh, he also did he acquired have, did he, Kevin he, Love. He had the jo- he had the job before that started.
0: Uh, he got the job the summer LeBron signed. So he actually okay. didn't draft Kyrie uh, Irving.
1: Gotcha. Alright, there you go. Okay. Um, but let's, did let's he, yeah. Go ahead. He's he's had the job for three years. They've made the finals three times. Yeah. That seems like whatever else is going on, he's he's done a pretty good job but, of assembling yeah. But J.R.
2: Smith and Iman Shumpert have pretty much disappeared in this final. Uh, they could not find anyone to back up Tristan Thompson. Kevin Love has regressed every season. I mean, other than the, other than the year when he didn't even play in the finals, yeah, because of his um his shoulder injury. I gotta the say, though, that team has th- fallen apart quickly, and they have not improved at all. But maybe I don't think that's. Maybe that's because Tristan Thompson is taking up fifty million dollars a year in cap space.
1: I don't think Which they had a, that's on yeah. LeBron.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> uh also, I mean, they get pretty unlucky with the center position this year. I mean Andrew Bogut played did he even play a minute on the team? He played like three minutes, I think. And then even their I think they've had like Three or four different centers go out for the year because of injury already? Yeah,
2: but but like Boget was not the answer. Imagine Andrew Bogut schlepping up and down the court in these finals. Trying to keep up with my man JaVale McGee. Forget
1: it. Um, he, just, he just seems like he's good at getting free players. Now, maybe well, they're super also, washed when they arrive, but... Yeah, Larry Sanders Katie was Fry- kind free.
0: The the Channing Fry move was really good. The Kyle Korver trade was really good. Like he's been good at getting LeBron, the role players he needs to get out of the East. Yeah, the Warriors are the... just like an unsolvable
1: puzzle this year. Dan Gilbert just doesn't want to pay him though. I don't yeah, think Dan it's gl- a I Dan don't think it's a job Gilbert's... performance thing. Yeah, because he Dan also fired he also fired Danny Ferry, who took them to the yeah. finals. Like. This is like his third fired GM in 10 or 11 years of running the team.
0: And in that
1: Windhorst book, it's amazing
0: because Dan Gilbert is so freaked out that first year that he tries to insist that they fire David Blatt. And then uh, David Griffin's like, no, we're not firing David Blatt. And then next year everyone's happy with David Blatt, and David Griffin's like, no, this is a mess. We're firing David Blatt. Uh,
2: it's a wonder they won a championship at all, guys. Anyway, Markel Fultz is working out for a team that is not going to be winning a championship ever, the Kings.
1: <laughs> this seems this seems very strange. Like
0: The Kings <laughs> apparently are trying to trade five and ten to, like, desperately get up in the draft. And to that, be, to me, seems like a terrible idea.
2: Yeah, no. Mistake. Uh,
1: they need as many, like... Bodies? Like, Human yeah. bodies? Yeah, I was gonna say stars, <laughs> but you're right. They need, they literally just need people who can play basketball and not fall down all the time.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think the, the Celtics won Kosa Kufis?
1: Uh, him or McLemore, That's gotta be.
2: Is he in the package?
1: I mean, Vlade's got his ear to the ground.
2: Oh, man. Danny Ainge. Sucks!
1: baby. <laughs> I do love the idea that the Celtics should be like, no, we gotta get more future picks. <sighs> like, we're already cutting first-rounders in their second year because we don't have a roster <laughs> space. But, yeah, All right. let's trade down. need right. hey, Jason Tatum.
2: <laughs> All right, let's move along. Ratings have been super high for the finals, despite the fact that two of the three games have been absolute abominations in terms of co- competitions. You know, the Warrior mm-hmm. third quarter... We're just picking apart the Cavaliers like a uh, like a blooming onion at uh, Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> How does this mesh with all the hand wringing and complaining that has been going on in NBA fandom uh, in basketball Twitter about oh, there's no competition. whoa, nobody there's no there needs to be more parody. like the NFL, which well, no this, much, the this... NFL is super popular. But there isn't actually that much parody. The the Patriots are good every year, so yeah. Uh, that's to
0: that. But also this question to me is like that hand wringing is like I get it if you're like us or like a blogger who like cares deeply about the NBA and will watch like Bucks Grizzlies in the middle of the season. But like it helps the NBA for the casual viewer to have the same two teams every year. Exactly. Because then right. it's like a summer TV show for, like, my mom, where it's like, oh, oh, yay, uh, LeBron's playing Steph Curry again. Yeah. Um,
1: well, like, yeah, they don't have
0: to learn anybody new.
1: And, I mean, I would say last year's Super Bowl was a real classic in terms of what happened like like the actual narrative of the game was fun but no one's going to remember the Atlanta Falcons when they miss the playoffs next year it's not like it was much better when it was like you want to see the two best teams play each other like you don't really want both finals teams to be changing every year because then it's like you know baseball
2: yeah exactly no one wants it to be like baseball
1: It's horrible where
2: every year is like a different two teams in the World Series. And it's like, oh, yeah, enjoy this year. It's the Cardinals and the Royals. (laughs) Oh, boy. (sighs) And all the players are boring. There's no controversy. There's no personality. Like, oh, yeah, let's make let's make basketball more like baseball.
1: Smart. Well, and people don't people think what they want in basketball is something different than what they actually want. Because you look at the NCAA tournament, and people are always like, we want that Cinderella, we want that upset. And when that actually happens, um, no one watches. Like that Butler-University of Connecticut final a couple years ago, where where Kemba Walker and Jeremy Lamb won the title, no one watched that game. Because it was Butler and UConn and it was like, what are we even playing for the, like, okay, this, is this supposed to determine the best team in basketball? Because it, you know, you might as well be playing like the great Alaskan shootout at that point.
2: Yeah. There's no such thing as the best two teams playing in the NCAA tournament
1: because
2: (laughs) it's so easy for there to be a dumb upset.
1: Are people mad that Alabama's always in the BCS? Because it seems like people really like that. People love that it's Alabama, Auburn, uh, what are the, uh, Um, Texas?
2: I don't know. I don't like college football. The same teams play every year, though. Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, great.
1: Yeah, we had Clemson and Alabama played two championship games in a row and split them the past two years. And they were both great. So... I've
2: I've I've uh, said this many times publicly, but the greatest memories we all have from the NBA, from the playoffs, from the finals, involve the Lakers, the Celtics, the Bulls, the Pistons, the uh, the Spurs, the the not dynasties. the
0: Spurs, not the Spurs. <laughs> well, when Whoa. they were playing the Heat, uh, yeah. <laughs> come on, what are you talking about? <laughs>
2: Ray Allen making that three in games. Game That's six.
0: true. People yeah, didn't like, like that.
2: Them destroying Miami to save LeBron packing back to Cleveland. Like yeah.
0: I'm just saying people's hatred of the Spurs actually stems from them. Not like this. Everyone thought the Spurs were boring for 15 years and it stems from this actually. From, like, oh, they they only won every other year. They were really boring. <laughs> uh, like, it was... The Spurs were not an exciting team for people who only watch the NBA Finals.
1: Yeah, although they had two pretty good series with the Lakers in back-to-back years. They, um... it's It's unfortunate that, um... The Laker, like that Shaq left after 2004 and that the Spurs had some injuries at the beginning of Kobe and Shaq. Because that's like, I mean, those were great series in 2003 and 2004.
2: Yeah, we never got to see Kobe, Shaq, Lakers at their height versus the Tim Duncan Spurs at their height. Which is unfortunate, but better for me. More rings, <laughs> baby. That's all it's
1: about, baby. 16.
2: Um. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at at, at a paragraph here, and it really touched me in my my rundown. After losing Game 7 last year, Draymond Green sat in his car in the Oracle parking lot and made two phone calls. One was to Kevin Durant telling him he had to come to Golden State. And the other was to Bob Myers telling him he had to sign Kevin Durant. And look where we are now, baby! Half the country hates the Warriors, but they're going to win the NBA championship again. How do you guys feel? Like, but before we move on, I just want to know how how you guys feel on the cusp of another ring and a, an undefeated playoff
0: too. Um, it's. Um, I mean, it, this is what I wanted. Okay, how does it feel to get what you wanted? I guess is
2: the question. Yeah, that's
1: a that's a good question. This uh, could be like a Twilight good. Zone episode. <laughs> uh, um, it
2: feels pretty good.
0: All right, well, let's move on. Uh, it's, what, it's... I, what I did want to say about that Draymond Green story is uh, the fact that, that happened right after losing game seven of the finals is, like, I just wonder if he was blasting, like, Phil Collins in the air tonight in his car as he was making those phone calls, like, Miami Vice style. No,
2: he was playing Pete <laughs> Roland or, or Hit Him Up or some diss track. No Vaseline. <laughs>
1: Uh all right. yeah uh, yeah I mean it to 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 talk about the the finals tonight, um it kind of felt like they just won the title Wednesday night, to be honest because that was the game where they were behind. they had the hero shot, it was on Cleveland's floor like like that felt like cutting Cleveland's heart out, and so tonight. It's just weird because this is the one time in the finals where there's only one day off. Um I'm going to watch the first half. I'm going to be on stage at the end of the game, so I'm not even going to see it live. I mean, I'm I'm very happy that they won and they've like answered everybody and, you know, won 30 of their last <laughs> 31 games, but it's going to be a weird situation where like uh you know, when they won 2 years ago, I was also performing during the game, but I managed to get to um, the Bay Area Sports Bar in New York for, like, the the last quarter and a half, and that was great. Here, I'm going to be in, like, a comedy club green room uh, <laughs> watching post-game interviews on my laptop, which is still going to be good. I think there's a lot of Warriors fans, even in Sacramento. Sorry, Kings, but... Uh, yeah, it feels... There's a weird anticlimactic quality to it. And I think it might just be because of how... It's not just that the finals were like this, it's that Game 3 was like how it was.
2: Did you feel um, this way after Game 4 of the finals last year?
1: No, because I thought Draymond was going to get suspended. Right. Because uh, once, once it became clear that the Cavs were going to be lobbying, it was like, oh, he's, he's for sure getting suspended... And now I'm not confident anymore.
0: And then, to
1: top it off, for game
0: five, uh, the Oakland A's became involved and that was a bad sign.
2: Yeah, Draymond like... actually watched <laughs> the uh, the game from the Coliseum, which was... Yeah.
0: And he was going like, to run across the days. Anytime the Oakland A's are involved in the playoffs, it means disappointment for Joey.
2: Well... The A's were playing the afternoon of Game 2, and I thought the same thing, but it turned out just fine.
1: Yeah, I think maybe, though, the the key is I shouldn't really watch closeout games. I need to get a better tour manager, and when I think the Warriors are in trouble make sure to schedule my performance exactly when the game is happening. Because good things will happen as long as I do not get to see them live.
2: Yeah, and uh, I was not there for game 6 of 2015. I was there for game 7 of 2016. Mm -hmm. And I will definitely not be at the queue tonight. I won't even be watching the game. Guess where I'm going to be. Uh, a Smiths concert? A, no,
0: <laughs> no. They that would be ridiculous. Uh, watching the Mummy.
2: Oh, you're close. I'm gonna be at the Disney lot in Burbank watching Cars Three, baby. Jesus.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> finally, finally, they'll answer all those questions and cliffhangers left at the end of Cars Two.
2: Like what happened to humanity?
1: Uh, all right, we gotta. Think <laughs> oh, is Larry the cable guy gonna be there? In the in the theater? No,
2: no. This is for press only. Okay, let's get, to, uh, let's get to our ad read. We got a new sponsor this week. We want to thank all of our old sponsors from uh, this year's finals teams, pa- Patrick McConnell's, Kevin Loves Pet Bounds, even our first beverage sponsor, Draymond Green's Nut Punch. And now we welcome one final sponsor for the 2016-2017 season. It's Kyle Korver's Dunkaroos. Not to be confused with Kyle Korver's Dubaroo, the guy who counts how many three-pointers he's made in a season, Korver might ruin that guy's relationship. Here's how it works. First, there's cookies, old, sort of stale, clearly past their prime, but still the best dessert option in Northeast Ohio. Then there's a container of icing. There's plenty available in Indianapolis and Boston, but there's no icing on the cake in the Bay Area this year. Then a cookie is dumped into the icing, but it takes so much effort you won't be able to get your food into your mouth for the rest of the meal. Oh, you'll try to force it, but you'll end up choking. The cookies come in different shapes. Some are shaped like the number three. We'll be honest, those used to be a lot stronger than a few years ago, but now they tend to crack at the rim. Some are shaped like giant L's. However, the KKs are no longer available after an endorsement from Richard Spencer. Kyle Corver's Dunkaroos, once they're open, pass them around. Except for LeBron, who should take them all for himself. Just like Michael Jordan would. All right, thank you to Kyle Korver's Dunkaroos. Rough game three for Kyle Korver. Rough life for Kyle Korver. Oh. He had a dunk. He had a dunk. That,
0: That must have felt so good.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that felt good when they... Walked back to the locker room after losing Game 3 in dramatic fashion. Speaking of the Cavs locker room, who the fuck was smoking that weed in the Cavs locker room?
0: Oh, in Game
2: 2? And who was the ESPN reporter who reported this? Um, you know... I, was it undefeated? Is it Mike Wise, the undefeated? I think it was Wise. I Mike think that's Wise. right, yeah. yeah. Dark! Narc, 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 narc. He's a white guy working for the undefeated, and he's telling on a bunch of black
1: dudes smoking weed. Wow, wow, what the fuck?
2: disgusting, <laughs> disgusting.
1: It's uh, I guess you could smell it on the court, even. I didn't. According smell it. to no weed. Yeah, were oh, you man. in the Ca- You weren't in the Cavs locker room though, right?
2: No, 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 no. I avoid uh, quiet
0: desperation as much as I can. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Said
1: the
0: man who's going to go see Cars 3 today. Oh. <laughs> hey, I get paid for that.
2: <laughs> I get paid for these things. It's
1: free. It's oh my free gosh! Money. Lightning oh. Queen, I got a race again. I just don't know if I'm gonna be able to call her up. <laughs> I need I need to refuel. Okay. Um, By the way, there is a Cars Netflix series for children that just features Larry the Cable Guy's character. Wait, as
2: opposed to the Cars Netflix series for adults,
1: right? It's, <laughs> that's it's what really... the Keepers is, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's what it is. Watch it's all about Lightning McQueen's cocaine problem, right? <laughs> Which...
2: Do you guys think the Warriors played so hard in these last three games to avoid? The series going three one.
0: Wait, I want to go back to this weed
2: thing. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, we, I, I don't care. I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, make fun of these guys for smoking weed. After no, I
0: don't think it was weed. I think what happened is a skunk from the Oakland A's dumpster fire of a stadium somehow got inside.
1: Oh, that literally because of like sewage wasn't enough. They're actually raising well, yeah. skunks. Yeah, yeah. There's the an animal, there's a skunk that lives in the Oakland Coliseum
0: that somehow found its way into the basketball arena that night. That's what yeah, I think yeah. happened.
2: Hey, you know what? It's not it's not hard to believe. And it's it did gravity
1: bongs. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> would you feel Would you feel differently about it if it turned out that Derek Williams was smoking salvia?
2: <laughs> oh, is that still a thing?
1: It is for Derek Williams, man. He's isn't trying that, to flash back to the glory days when he was still a prospect.
2: Isn't that uh, wasn't that something that? Um, oh God, Miley Cyrus was doing.
1: Yeah, um, I, I
2: thought
0: mean, it's to... definitely better than when Matthew Vadova was smoking bath salts last year. Oh, that was rough. <laughs> <In> the... <laughs> he is a he is a problem. He
2: does. He needs to chill out on that. But I bet that's the best drug you can find in Milwaukee. So. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the Warriors. Do you think that they played this hard to avoid going 3-1 and and having to face down the demon? Well, that would be tonight. Yeah, but are you do you think that they were like we have to sweep. We have to just get this over. I them. think
1: I think they d- I do think that that was at least subconsciously something where like we we can't no one can talk about 3-1 if the series is literally never 3-1. Yep.
2: I mean if they go undefeated in the playoffs, no one's going to remember them blowing a 3-1 lead in the finals. No one will care.
1: I mean people in Cleveland will, but their lives are terrible, so whatever. Yeah.
2: That's that is that is uh, I'm trying to think of a sports equivalent of like, "Oh, let me I know that your team dominated me, but let me um let me find a way to remind you of the one shining moment that we had." It's like it's like Celtics fans who were around in the 80s saying, "Oh, well, you know that that 86 Celtics team was really, really good. like they didn't play the Lakers. The Lakers won more titles than the Celtics did in the 80s. They won um, the matchup. Yes, they were both great teams, but the Lakers were better.
1: Well, they I played ha- three times and one team won twice. That, yeah, which team? That seems a very simple way to determine
2: it. It's called
0: math! <laughs> um... At recording, uh, the Warriors can still go down 3-1, so I'm going to uh, recuse myself from this conversation.
2: <laughs> all right, well, let's let's move on, man. Does Richard Jefferson get a pre-retirement career highlight video tonight? I mean, that would just be the most ridiculous jinx of all time.
1: Well, they gave Sean Marion one two years ago. Uh, you know, noted Cleveland Cavalier Sean Marion. Uh... And I think it was Game Four in Cleveland that that happened, Joey. So I guess it was. Yes. I guess it was. I guess the the series was still kind of in doubt. But, it was two
2: uh, two one at that
0: point.
1: Yeah, the Cavs were actually up. Uh, but it was. I thought it was just great for them to honor a guy who had been on the team for like four months at that point. <laughs> like, uh anyway, I do think I do think Richard Jefferson gets a video. By the way. And I think it would be really funny if they gave Darren Williams a video as well, and he was like, hey, I'm I'm playing, like, two or three more years. What the? I want to see... That's how we figured it out that he was done.
2: I want to see Andrew Bogut get a video. Oh, my
1: God. (laughs) Just the same (laughs) 17 seconds on a loop for a minute. (laughs) And it's mainly just... And then, like, it's just some real questionable tweets that they've stuck in there. And it's...
2: And it's set to "I Will Remember You" by Sarah <laughs> McLachlan. <McGuire, laughs> yeah, from and at, it's just that sad pet video.
0: It's all—it's not even highlights from this season. It's all highlights from Matt, him investigating Pizzagate. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then
1: there's like J.R. Smith jumping into his knee, Pizzagate investigation, him breaking his arm, falling off the rim, uh, chemtrails dossier. It'd be great. <laughs>
2: All right, what could um, the Cavs do to avoid a sweep, guys? Is it possible that they could win tonight?
1: It is. Or is it, it unlikely? Is. It's, it's unlikely, possible. but possible. What do you? Th- what would you? What would you give them as a percentage, Joey? Uh,
0: I mean, twenty-five percent.
1: Yeah, I I think that's, that's more high. than me. I think that's high, but, yeah, 10? I would say it's about a 10% chance that they win.
0: I mean, they still have the best player on Earth. That's true.
1: I mean, they... maybe. I
2: don't know.
1: I don't know if he's the best player on Earth anymore. He's very... Uh,
2: Kevin Kevin Durant is the best player on Earth right now. I gotta say that, being... um, 100% hundred percent honest about the fact that I picked Durant to win the MVP, so I'm biased. But just in terms of his uh, his stamina during a game, it's better than LeBron's. I think his decision making is better than LeBron's. I think his his just his his shooting is better. I, I don't know. I, I think he's clearly eclipsed LeBron in a lot of categories. Better three point shooter than LeBron.
1: I think he's playing better D than LeBron. Oh, God, yes, absolutely. And that, that I think, is... And the fact that he has more range, like, it's very impressive that LeBron gets to the rim as much as he does, and and he's obviously a better passer, but uh, Durant having... LeBron having kind of a questionable jumper and Kevin Durant having a rock-solid jumper, um, I feel like that sways it a little.
2: I, I forget what the the official stats were for this, but in the possessions where LeBron is guarding Kevin Durant, Durant's numbers are like off the charts, basically. Yeah. Um, and and Durant has done a great job defending LeBron or whoever he's had to guard, switching, doing all the the, the small things that you need to do to win a game like this. And and that fourth quarter, I mean, in Game Three, come on, he's
0: all the small right Dave.
1: All I the you didn't like small punk rock.
0: I thought you didn't like <laughs> punk rock.
1: I guess I do. <laughs> I would say that the main thing that's making me think that it's like kind of that the Cavs have very little shot is just how many minutes LeBron and Kyrie played, and now they're only going to get one day to rest. Like Cal Corbett yeah, played twenty four I mean, minutes. Is he even going to be able to like walk without a walker today?
0: I get all that intellectually, um, but I still, like, am just inherently afraid of LeBron doing something amazing, Um, which, you know, is probably more on me than my actual basketball knowledge. There's one thing that's not on the rundown that I want to talk about, and it's this made-up... Controversy that Steph Curry mimicked taking a dump on the Cavaliers' court when Durant hit that shot. Uh, and that is like, stop it, guys. Just. I mean. Steph Curry was not pretending to take a dump on the was, Cavaliers' court. He
2: was taunting them after a, a big <laughs> shot. I mean, he was definitely sticking it to them a little bit. Come on.
0: But it, he was not. Yes. But. Th- Steph Curry is not mimicking taking a dump. Draymond Green, sure. Steph Curry, no. Ste- the no, guy whose wife has a cooking show Steph on the has- Food Network.
1: He's Steph- G-rated, baby. That's a hard uh, R.
0: I
2: think Steph has been uh, really stepping up his his uh, smack talk and his taunting game.
1: But why? But- yeah, but who mimics taking a dump ever? They were saying. They were saying. Even Steph Curry was like, there's not a Randy Moss thing. But Randy Moss wasn't pretending to take a dump either. He was pretending to moon the fans. (laughs) Like, it's just weird. It's like, that's the kind of celebration you see in, like, a Brazilian National League when players are getting, like, knifed by fans. Like, that's the (laughs) kind of time when you have that level of celebration. I mean, I don't know what Steph is doing. He's not, like, a wonderful dancer. I would say, but, no, you know, although maybe, maybe he's, he, maybe it's go- the goose stepping was one thing, uh, <laughs> now the dump thing, he's really like, maybe he's trying to appeal to the president where he's like, look, this is some Nazi imagery, I know you're kind of into pee, you probably have a little bit of interest <laughs> in scat, he's trying to get a cabinet position. Okay, grief. Uh, all right, let's see.
2: Um, here's a few ways the Cavs could potentially avoid a sweep. Number one, Celtic Pride Kevin Durant.
0: Yes. Was, yeah. was that
2: not a suggestion from Zach Harper at our live show?
0: Zach Harper did suggest that at our live show. Yes. There you go. Yes. What a genius. Um,
2: Joey, you suggested stealing JR's phone and all of his and shirts. And all his shirts, yeah. I did. Hire a sweaty <laughs> Donatus, Donatus Montiunis to roll around the lobby of the Warriors Hotel. Just that one somebody,
1: bad, not that. That one could look to slips find a hotel on that. For... Yeah. Yeah, and the then... Warriors are probably like. I wonder if they're even at a hotel at this point or if they're just being like driven around in a mobile home to avoid Cleveland fans and sabotage.
2: Yeah, I bet they packed all of their own lunches and dinners.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, mean, yeah. that
2: would
0: be the most light years ahead move. Absolutely. It's just to be flying in a plane above Cleveland for 2 days. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like Bush after 9/11.
2: <laughs> and finally LeBron got to keep kicking dicks. Yeah, probably. I don't see why not. And he's not I mean, going to get for flagrant on that either. No. Mm-hmm. Finally, Stephen A Smith says a final sweep means LeBron can't be the GOAT. Let me let me start this off here, guys. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. He's not wrong. LeBron James is not <laughs> Michael Jordan is the best player of all time. And the, and the sooner we stop having this argument with each other, not you and me, but I mean the sports world in general, the better we'll all be. Michael Jordan with 6-0 and in the NBA Finals. He probably would have been 8-0 if he didn't fucking retire for a year. LeBron James is great, yes. Excellent basketball player. But he's not on the level of Michael Jordan.
1: You what's, may retort, you may now retort. Well, what's what's Michael Jordan's like worst playoff performance? Probably against
2: Orlando in the yeah. Conference and that's when
1: he that's when he had been like playing basketball again for a month and a half, but before that had just been like uh, working on baseball and, like, his hips and lower body, you know?
0: Uh, isn't his performance against the Jordan
1: Rules Pistons worse? But isn't he, I think he was still scoring tons of points. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Did he ever get swept? I, I don't know what the results of those series were. Um, he didn't get
0: swept, that's for sure.
1: Yeah. Uh <laughs> But I think I think those games were all kind of going I don't know. 6 It is interesting how how few times um teams swept. Like it was it used to be much rarer. It feels like in the 80s and 90s. Unless yeah. it was
2: the first round.
1: Like uh like, like you got a 3-0 sweep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the I think even the Magic Johnson Lakers swept like only a couple series like it just seemed like maybe maybe it was a different era of refereeing as well but uh it was hard not to like you know even the even the great great 87 LA Lakers one of the best teams of all time played a seven game conference finals
2: mhm yeah
1: yeah so yeah so
2: well now uh, Jordan, so the 19, so Jordan,
1: yeah, go ahead, sorry.
2: The 1989 Los Angeles Lakers swept the Portland, Portland Trailblazers in three games. Uh, they swept the Seattle's. Why am I having such a hard time talking? They swept the Seattle Supersonics four games to none. Then in the conference finals, they swept the Suns four games to none. And then in the finals, they got swept.
1: Yeah. Everybody got hurt, but yeah, that's that's a that's a real feast like, or famine. Weird, yeah,
2: that's a weird playoffs. Uh, but yeah, that that's one of the the rare years where it seems like there's a juggernaut uh, that that sweeps through the playoffs. The the two thousand one Lakers, I think, also had uh, almost a fo 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 situation. Um, but yeah, this is this is very strange that it happens on both sides,
1: essentially. Um, yeah, so my, Jordan against the Pistons, lost 4-1, lost 4-2, lost 4-3, swept 4-0. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to blame Phil, uh, Doug Collins, obviously.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Doug Collins is basically the Mark Jackson of the Bulls, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Wow. Yes. Has like, oh, anyone ever
2: put that together, that they should just, like, go off and do a buddy cop comedy about being cuckolded by better coaches?
1: Yeah. Well, I, I wonder if the, the Minnesota Timberwolves made a mistake in their coach hiring because they really want Tom Thibodeau, you know, in two years when they're ready. They needed, like, two two or three good years of Mark Jackson – You know, living in in Minneapolis, working the media, flying back to L.A. every other day because he didn't want to move. And then, you know, when Carl anthony Towns is like 24, 25, that's when you fire him, you get Thibodeau. Like, you want to, like, Buck Showalter that thing where you fire that guy right before they're ready to go.
2: I like it. I like this a lot. Does that mean Brad Stevens is going to get fired soon?
1: I maybe not soon, but I wouldn't be. He's like I wouldn't say getting Mark Jackson.
0: See, I think that would mean Danny Ainge has to make a decision. So no. Oh, because if anything, Danny Ainge just prefers the status quo. Oh, (laughs) oh no!
2: All right. Well, we've got one final. Golden State Warriors 2016-2017 fantasy matchup for the season. I mean, we're really putting all our eggs in this basket of they're
1: obviously going to win tonight.
2: But I think <laughs> they're really, obviously going to win tonight.
1: We have really gone we have really gone hard on the sweep here.
2: I'm knocking on wood right now. Okay. I don't want to go back to Oakland for game 5. <laughs> I really really just want to have some time to myself. But Let's assume this is the last fantasy matchup of the year, and I think I don't know. You guys tell us at roundballrockpod at gmail.com or at roundball at roundrockpod on Twitter if you think we should continue this this segment after the season is over, because the 2016-2017 Golden State Warriors will have finally gotten the title that they so richly deserve. But assuming this is the last one, let's let's go out on with a bang. It's the Golden State Warriors versus the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse with their fifth man being, who else? Matthew Della Vadova. All right, guys. The, the, most,
1: the, 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 the human version of uh, a force of uh, the end of the world, Matthew Della
2: <laughs> All right, so that means the lineup is Pestilence, War, Famine, Death, and Della Vidova. Let's hear your takes, guys. What do you who you got? So are they playing five on five? Basketball, yeah. Okay. The Warriors um, have to beat death.
0: Literally, they have
2: to beat death in order well, to win win
0: the all-time fantasy championship here. Here's my question about this though, is isn't Matt Barnes actually the horseman war?
1: So do they both have Matt Barnes?
2: You could say that.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Warriors <laughs> have played mirror matches before. Uh, I'm going to say that Patrick McConk cannot play against Famine, or he will die. He's too skinny.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: All right. So I think I think Famine's definitely... I mean, Della Vidova's the point guard. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Famine is a, a two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that I think that death is the center, mm. right? Like that's, that's an interesting
2: matchup between him and Zaza,
1: right? Who's killed people? I think.
2: Right, well, come close <laughs> at least. Come close. Yeah. Kill, killed uh, playoff
1: chances certainly. Oh wow, yeah, he uh, yeah Kawhi Leonard's ankle suffered a horse kick. Um, and then I think I think pestilence is probably the three. So, Pestilence against is, the
2: Slim Reaper.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, well, maybe Death should face the Slim Reaper. I'm not sure. But I'm more War is I'm, definitely the power forward.
2: Well, I mean, the positions were invented so a novice could follow the game. And these four horsemen <laughs> of the apocalypse are not novices.
1: That's true. That's true. Yeah, they're going to be able to do a lot of switching, I think.
2: Okay, so uh, I, like, I like the dubs.
0: I got to say, Joey, what do you think? I'm not sure how the horsemen play basketball when they're also holding their weapons.
2: Yeah, they can't let those go. They can't give up their gimmicks. So. Also,
0: I don't know how good they are when they're not on their horses.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's not, they're, they're not mobile in the <laughs> way that <laughs> Steph Curry or uh, <laughs> uh, Kevin Durant... They're not going to be able to really like screen and roll or... You know, do any sort of advanced motion in the
0: in the half court set? Like if they had their horse, if they were allowed to ride their horses during the game, they're not allowed to ride their horses, Wait, right. not?
1: Oh, oh, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Well, That's the spacing ridiculous. on that would be impossible. I think their defense is very good. Can't they levitate? Uh, yeah, sure. But I think they can. I think they can like infect the warriors with disease, and uh, you know. No Gatorade on the bench when famine's around, and you know war is <laughs> pretty violent. But I, I I don't see them making a coherent offense. Like I don't no, see can't I can't see where the spacing comes from.
0: <laughs> There's only one ball, Horseman. Yeah, and <laughs> Dra
2: Draymond and War going toe to toe would be fascinating to me. Uh, Steph Curry against. Famine or death? or who De- Oh, God, he's got Dele guarding him. Jesus, I don't know. Wait, wait,
0: wait. He's
2: got Delli on.
1: him.
2: locked him down last year. He's Question the kangaroo
1: though. man of the apocalypse. <laughs> Question.
0: Stopper, maybe. Yes. If they're the, the horsemen of the apocalypse, though, hasn't Steph Curry been like, taken to heaven before this game even started?
1: Oh, I like think in a left behind oh, situation. Yeah, is that yeah. I believe, I believe the rapture happens after. Well, oh, yeah, that's a very the good thing. question. No, so this is the, that... this
2: is the war, this is the war that happens after or after the rapture. Yeah, the the rapture. Seems yeah. So Steph, to Curry, so is Steph Curry is in has
1: heaven. been taken off the floor. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. So this that's is the game
0: changer. But in does what? that mean
1: the Warriors get an extra Matt Barnes from hell?
2: No, because nobody
1: comes down. <laughs> oh, Okay. So wow. so now we're looking at a Sean Livingston situation, and he he's actually been afflicted by at least three of these horsemen just in his <laughs> career. He's a little gun shy. Um, it's a close matchup, I think. It's a real like defensive duel, but I think it's a six-game I, game honest, series. I, I think it's a six-game series, but I think I think Kevin Durant can even at the way he's playing, he can overcome death. That's what it's gonna end on is you know, I think that's I think what's gonna happen is it'll be tight. They get to game six, they're playing on the horseman's home floor, and at a crucial moment in the game they just quadruple team Kevin Durant and he throws a lob, and the game and the series ends with JaVale McGee dunking on death.
2: Yes. I gotta go with the Warriors too. It feels right. They're gonna score way more points than the horsemen can even consider scoring. They don't know. Steph uh,
1: Curry's been raptured, but, no, but they can still but,
2: score more points than the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah,
1: and they're coached by the Antichrist, and I feel like Steph Curry from Heaven is going to get some help from the actual Christ to get against them. Yeah.
2: Steph is basically looking down on them and blessing them.
1: Yeah. He's like he's like Steve Kerr in the locker room, only with a rapture instead of. Leaking he'll spot, come
2: down in the fourth quarter, like he'll levitate down, and all white. Yeah, and all white curry threes, all white curry threes, and he'll play the fourth quarter and he'll win the series.
0: Yeah, I don't think coach K is a very good coach, and he is the antichrist. <laughs> oh right, yeah. <laughs> I'll take Steph Kerr, Steve Kerr, over him. <laughs> wow.
2: Another victory. I literally (laughs) defeated the physical embodiment of the the four worst things in human life. I mean, what a way to go out. Amazing. amazing. The only other matchup I could think of for these guys, and if there is a Game 5, there won't be. But if there was, I think the Warriors should have to play themselves.
0: Oh, it, it's going to be wild to have Mark Jackson call this game when he's so upset. He wasn't raptured.
1: Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mama, there yeah. goes and like Jeff Van Gundy's gone and Mike Breen's gone. And, and Mama, the whole where time. Goes, where goes that man? <laughs> where goes that man?
2: Oh, hand down. I'm down. <laughs> You're up. Oh, shit. Wow. How so many catchphrases? Sorry, <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't have stolen all that money from that guy. Alright, well, there you go. Double roof, fly to the W. That's, that's, the, that's the end. That's it. I don't think they should play again. That is my personal opinion. Yeah, I think we need to come up with a new game. I'm Yeah, I, I think that they've beaten everyone they can beat. This was a wonderful run. Th- this team, I, you know, before this game even starts, I just want to say... This has been the best basketball team I've ever witnessed in my life. No question. There's, there's no other team that comes close. This has been a great season. And for all of you whiners who hate the fact that the Warriors are so good, you hate them because you ain't a man. Sorry. This has been wonderful. And uh, we, we have a great season next year to look forward to. The draft summer league. Oh, baby. The big well, Yeah, we we're,
0: we're still going to be here.
2: Yeah, we're not going – guys... this is not the last yeah. episode.
0: We're, we're no. going all the way through
2: the offseason, free agents. We are going uh, to Summer League. Yeah, we're definitely going to Summer League this year. So we will talk to you guys next week. Hopefully Joey and Sean have something to celebrate. If not, we will talk to you before game five. I'll be in Oakland again or San Francisco. Sorry, guess what? All the journalists are in San Francisco, not Oakland. Um, Sean, anything you want to promote before we go?
1: Um, I'll be at the Sack Punchline two more nights and then uh, check out my stuff on Yard next week. Final, final NBA ref column of the season, most likely on Tuesday.
2: And Joey, where can we find you on Twitter?
0: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where this week I tweeted, just finished watching the final episode of Malcolm. Teared up at the end. Here are my thoughts after watching every single episode. Oh, my God. Wait, is that a thread? It is a thread. Nah, I'm
2: I'm not here for that. I'm not here for that. I'm not here for that, fam. All right. As always, trust the process. Shut it down. Let's go
0: home. Be bold, Canelo. Be bold.
1: Did I do that?
2: it's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page and love and tradition of the grand design
0: some people say is even harder to
1: find well then there must be some magic clue